This information is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is offered with the understanding that the presenters are not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, or other professional services. If legal advice or other expert advice is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought. Welcome to the Real Estate Financial Planner Podcast. I am your host, James Orr. This is episode 19. Today, we're going to continue with Norman Norma's story. In the last episode, we went on a tangent and discussed the impact of requiring more reserves before buying additional properties for Norman Norma when nomading. In this episode, we're going to talk about house hacking. EverythingHouseHacking.com defines house hacking as when you purchase a property with four units or less, live in a portion of it, and rent out the remaining area with the goal of reducing your personal living expenses or potentially even profiting. So Norm and Norma, just out of college, say, we've been used to having roommates for the last four years. Why not continue to have roommates? They could have decided to buy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex and rented out the other units while they lived in one of the units. However, to keep our modeling as close to an apples-to-apples comparison as possible, even though we're literally discussing different investing strategies and so it's not an apples-to-apples comparison, we've opted to have them buying the same properties that they were buying nomading and get roommates. In fact, these are exactly the same properties. The only difference when we model Norm and Norma house hacking is that we model them getting some extra income when they're living in the property. Depending on how many roommates they get, they receive $650 per month per roommate. So house hacking really just appears as if they're getting a side hustle that brings in either $650 a month, $1,300 per month, or $1,950 per month. The amount depends on whether they have one, two, or three roommates. If they got a side hustle and made that same amount of money, they would end up in the same place financially. In all the cases with roommates, once they move out of their property, they bring the roommates with them to the next property and they convert the previous to a rental just like they did in episode 14 where they did traditional nomad. The advantages of house hacking, or getting a side hustle for that matter, are one, they can save up for down payments to buy the property a little bit faster, and two, their debt to income, DTI, is a little better for qualifying for the next loan. When Norm and Norma have three roommates, they're able to buy properties the fastest. Two roommates is the second fastest, and having one roommate where they make an extra $650 per month is faster than doing traditional nomad. This should make sense. Basically, instead of earning $6,000 per month from their jobs and saving $1,000 per month, they earn $6,650 per month and save $1,650 per month. And that's with just one roommate. With three roommates, instead of earning $6,000 per month from their jobs and saving $1,000 per month, they're earning $7,950 per month and saving $2,950 per month. That's a pretty significant increase in their income and especially their savings rate. That results in higher account balances overall and especially higher account balances early on. Being able to buy properties sooner means that they can get to the point where the income from the rentals is enough to replace the $5,000 per month that they need to support themselves and be financially independent. And out of an abundance of clarity, they stop house hacking and having roommates once they achieve financial independence. 
So the income from their rentals is net income after all expenses and specifically excludes the income from their house hacking roommates. So when do they achieve financial independence? When they do traditional nomading without house hacking roommates, it takes them just under 26.5 years to be financially independent. If they get just one roommate for $650 per month, it speeds up their ability to be financially independent by about four years. Instead of it taking 26.5 years, it takes 22.5 years. Now, what if they get two roommates for $650 per month each? Well, that speeds them up being financially independent by almost another three years. And if they get a third roommate for yet another $650 per month, that means they can be financially independent two years faster than having two roommates. So if they do traditional nomad without roommates, it would take about 26.5 years. But if they get three roommates, it only takes a little over 17.5 years. So by getting three roommates, they're able to speed up their ability to retire by a little under nine years. That's approximately 30% faster. But certainly, the speed to being financially independent isn't everything. What about net worth? Well, having more roommates means a higher net worth, too. In fact, by the end of our modeling in year 60, house hacking with three roommates until they're financially independent, then not having roommates from then on, results in Norm and Norma having a net worth of over $109 million. Compare that to only $67.8 million with traditional Nomad. But those numbers are in future inflated dollars. What if we adjust back to today's dollars? Well, traditional Nomad is like them having $11.5 million in today's dollars, but 60 years from now. If they Nomad but get one roommate for the property they're living in, they end up with about $3.7 million more, about $15.2 million versus $11.5 million for traditional nomad. If they get two roommates, they end up with $2.2 million more than if they had just one roommate. And three roommates is another $1.1 million more than two roommates. That's non-trivial. The difference between not having any roommates and just doing traditional nomading versus getting three roommates is about $7 million, or about 60% higher net worth. But not everything is better when they house hack. Let's consider how much negative cash flow they have. When they are doing traditional nomad, and it takes them longer to save up for down payments, the property they're living in has time for rents to increase while they own them. This means that cash flow is better when they finally convert it from living in to a property as a rental. That means they're much less likely to have negative cash flow. And if they do, it typically is a smaller amount. But when they have the ability to buy properties quicker, when the extra money from their house hacking roommates, they may only need to stay in the property for the one year minimum required by the lender for it being an owner occupant property. That means they're much more likely to have negative cash flow when they buy properties faster. If we add up the total amount of negative cash flow, for every property and for the entire period we modeled, with traditional Nomad, Norm and Norma would have a total of just over $10,000 in negative cash flow. However, buying properties faster with one house hack roommate, it's over $20,000. Again, that's the cumulative total for all 10 properties over the entire 60-year period. With two roommates, the total is just over $25,000, and with three roommates, it's just over $31,000. Now, to be clear, 
This isn't to say that their whole portfolio was negative. This is looking to see if any property was negative by itself and counting that if it was. In fact, since some of the early properties they buy have cash flow, they will often offset any negative cash flow they have on buying properties later. Furthermore, if we take into account the benefits they get from depreciation on rental properties in the form of cash flow from depreciation, it all but completely offsets any negative cash flow they would have. If we look at the total cumulative negative true cash flow for all properties over the entire 60-year modeling period, the only negative true cash flow is when they have three house hacking roommates and it is about $40. That's $40 total for all properties across all 60 years. That's so small, it could be offset by even a slight change between reality and what was modeled. And we already know that by buying the property sooner, they have more money in their accounts to offset these possible negative cash flows by having house hacking roommates. Of course, as we discussed in the last episode on our tangent about the impact of reserves, we're still using a pretty aggressively small amount of reserves to be able to buy the next property. If they really wanted to do this strategy, we might recommend that they use a more conservative amount for reserves. One way we'd like to measure risk is to look at the total amount of debt they have with this strategy compared to their net worth. I just started to summarize this measurement by looking at the average measure of total debt to net worth over the entire 60-year period. The average when they do traditional nomad is 104%. It is the same 104% risk level if they have one house hack roommate. But the average risk for the entire scenario is slightly lower at 101% with two roommates and even a little bit lower at 97% with three roommates. Another way we measure risk, though, is to take the total debt and divide that by their liquid net worth, what we call their account balance. It gives us total debt to account balance. If we take the average of total debt to account balance for the entire 60-year period, it gives us a feel for what the average measure of this risk is. And then we can use that average to quickly compare one scenario to another. With traditional nomading, it has an average total debt to account balance of 381%. If they get one roommate, that actually increases and becomes more risky at 424% on average. However, it drops back down to be closer to traditional nomading, but still slightly more risky with two roommates at 391% on average. Finally, by getting three roommates, it's actually less risky on average for this specific measure of risk, total debt to account balance, with an average of 362%. So in conclusion, house hacking is financially like getting a side hustle. The more roommates, the more they make from the house hacking side hustle. With more money, they can buy houses faster, which leads to a higher net worth and faster journey to financial independence. Some people would say that it comes at the cost of the inconvenience of having roommates. Others find that they like having roommates. And having roommates isn't forever. It's only until they achieve financial independence. But it seems it is slightly less risky overall when measuring risk as total debt to net worth with more roommates. But when we measure risk in terms of total debt to liquid net worth, aka total debt to account balances, it is riskiest to get one roommate and the lowest risk to get three roommates with two roommates and traditional nomading 
very similar and in the middle. If Norm and Norma are okay with getting roommates, house hacking could be both a financially beneficial and reasonably similar risk to traditional nomad. Buying 10 properties as a nomad over a relatively short period of time will certainly make them one of the better clients for their real estate agent. They wonder if maybe they should consider getting their real estate licenses. By getting their real estate license, maybe they could choose to get a discount equal to the commission they would have earned by representing themselves when buying or get no discount but get a rebate on their down payment in the form of a commission by representing themselves. When real estate agents utilize the nomad real estate investing strategy, I call this the ultimate real estate agent retirement plan. And that's what we'll discuss for Norman Norma in the next episode. Also, be sure to check out the Advanced Real Estate Financial Planner podcast to see how having variable property appreciation rates and rent appreciation rates, variable mortgage interest rates, variable inflation rate, and variable stock market rates of return impacts Norman Norma as they house hack with roommates while nomading. I hope you've enjoyed this episode about Norman Norma house hacking with some roommates. This has been James Orr with the Real Estate Financial Planner podcast. Bye-bye for now. Oh, I almost forgot. You can download the newest version of the world's greatest real estate deal analysis spreadsheet for free. Just go to realestatefinancialplanner.com forward slash spreadsheet to download it right now. It's amazing. Bye-bye for now.